Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now it's time for our Mike D's Notebook, which is brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center at Thibodeau Regional Health Systems. I want to thank Greg Stock and everybody there. Always uh, uh, very supportive of, of youth sports, also college and, and the pros, and, uh, and helping out in so many different ways, and also their, their new cancer center uh, in Thibodeau. Uh, Charlie, uh, I think right off the bat, we're going to start with Matt Stafford. He was, the, he was the guy, and uh, we talked about this last week with Saquon. Uh, he's a straw that turns to drink, and the Saints were able to contain him last week. A little over 50 yards total offense. This week, it is about affecting Matt Stafford. First overall pick in 2009, and um, I know Bobby and Steve will be with uh, Archie Manning tonight at Manning's. That'll start at 5 when Archie gets there, about, I guess, maybe uh, 5.30, uh, a quarter to 6. Uh, Bobby can uh, talk to him about uh, – he came to Manning camp uh, in 2008, and it was like, wow. Uh, that, all, all the other counselors that were there, I think there was maybe 35 other college quarterbacks and uh, a number of other people there that help out. They all wanted to go watch uh, Matt Stafford throw the football from uh, Highland Park uh, High School in Dallas, Texas. Goes to Georgia. First overall pick, he gets stuck on a bad team. He did have Megatron for a while, Calvin Johnson. But, Charlie, it was really limited for him. And then finally the trade uh, back in early 2021 um, and helping the Rams win a championship. And, uh, you know, in, in that trade, I think about it, Jared Goff was just a throw-in and still a starter in Detroit. It's working out pretty well for Jared Goff in Detroit with Ben Johnson's offense and what they've been able to accomplish there. But, Mike, I mean, we talked once again, we talked with that uh, Rams reporter earlier in the week, Matt Stafford, the year that he's having – and a lot of it has to do with the offensive line. Because if you look at what the Rams' offensive line was last year, it, it was a sieve. Like, they were letting everyone through, and Stafford got injured. And so he's one of those candidates for comeback player of the year because of the season he that he's win it. He should have it. I mean, some sports books have, you know, DeMar Hamlin is the, the winner for it just because of the storyline. But as far as someone that's been playing out of his mind, specifically in the last few weeks too, Mike, 12, inter- 12 touchdowns and one interception in the last four weeks – I mean, that offense has been averaging over 30 points per game, led by him. Uh, he is slinging it just like the old days. And a veteran guy that's been around for a while 
And it, ha- it looks like he hasn't really lost his touch, Mike. No, he hasn't. The one thing with him, uh, if you give him time to throw the football, he is going to drill you every which way but loose. And he's a fast-processing quarterback to find out who's open downfield. He's got some excellent weapons certainly to work with. Now, the one thing that has given this – one of a couple things that has given this team trouble in the past has been running quarterbacks. The one thing I do know is Matt Stafford – he might run around to to buy time to throw it. He's not going to be much on the running part of it. He's 35 years old. Uh, if he's buying time uh, with his feet, it's to throw it downfield. It's the same thing as Jared Goff from a couple of weeks back. You're not going to see this guy be mobile at all. I think he's only got like 70 rushing yards on the season, um, and that's probably just from scrambling just you know when there's nothing out there. So, yeah, with, with Stafford, so to speak, as you said, the straw that stirs the drink for sure for this Rams offense, uh, but he's also got a lot of weapons to help him. Uh, in that passing attack but we're going to actually start with the running back that's been helping him all season long behind that offensive line that has been much improved from last year once again Kyron Williams the former fifth round pick out of Notre Dame Mike yeah Brian Kelly knew a little bit about him Uh, Mm -hmm. he's from St. Louis and they brought him in to Notre Dame the last two years at uh, Notre Dame he rushed for over a thousand yards I think he averaged 5.3 as a sophomore right around five yards a carry as a junior Uh, 27 rushing touchdowns in that time frame. But what always caught my eye with him was his ability to catch the football coming out of the backfield. He caught 77 passes. Notre Dame isn't a team known to throw the football a ton to their backs. Uh, But, man, they really featured it with Kyron. Uh, Maybe not the biggest guy. He's kind of a short cut at 5'9", 195. He ran at the combine, I think, in the mid-4-6s. It wasn't, you know, nothing to write home about. Only thing is, if you taking that for granted, you didn't watch him. He's a lot faster with those pads and a helmet on. Man, he's a tough guy, runs really well between the tackles. Uh, as a – he was a fifth-round pick, but in 2022 he had a broken foot that he had to undergo surgery, and then he had a high ankle sprain. Man, he was injured for a big part of his rookie season. And then last year, you started to see a little bit uh, that when he gave him the football late, man, he got some skills. This year, over five yards a carry, rushing the football. And his ability to catch the football coming out of the backfield was really good. So Brian Kelly uh, sort of featured him. And Brian's always been a running back by committee guy, but he knew what he had with Kyron Williams. And to go in the fifth round, man, the Rams hit Pater big time with Kyron Williams. I'll tell you what, Mike, I think Arizona Cardinals fans are still having nightmares about Kyron Williams. He's had two of his best games all season against them, 20 for 158 and then 16 for 143. That actually ended up being back-to-back games because he suffered that hand injury. Uh, he missed a little bit of time, but he's fresh. He's come back from that since you know the start of December, back-to-back-to-back games, over 21 carries apiece, 21 versus Cleveland for 88 yards, uh, 25 versus Baltimore for 114, and then versus Washington this past week, 27 for 152. So, I mean, this guy's been heating up. In, in his last five games, his last five appearances, four of them have gone for over 114 rushing yards. So, uh, this is someone that, you know, we talk about Matt Stafford being the straw that stirs the drink, but having a running back like that to kind of take the load off him a little bit, that's, that definitely helps your offense. Yeah, the one thing with McVay, he sets up the running game with his passing attack. He sort of flips the pancake a little bit with this. Um, you know, because most teams, they want to set up the passing game with the run. Uh, Sean sort of flips it 
You know, he, he likes to sling it. And he likes to throw those little short passes. That's really an extended handoff. And then open it up with the running game. Kind of control tempo a little bit. And, and Kyron's really been a fantastic player for him. Again, you never get a good shot at him because he runs real low to the ground. Now, he's five foot nine, but he runs with a lower center of balance, mm-hmm. if you get it. That you don't get a good shot at him. And if you don't respect the fact that he can cut it up for you, you're going to get burned because he's got a little bit of afterburner uh, after the catch and also once he clears the line of scrimmage. He's a really good player. And, again, to get him in round five, man, uh, the Rams have done a good job uh, with later round picks from rounds three to rounds five and six, and uh, Kyron Williams is one of them. Another guy that's not necessarily a late-round guy, he was a third-round pick, a former third-round pick that ended up becoming you know, a Super Bowl MVP and Offensive Player of the Year, a guy that had some injury issues last year and you know has some injuries to start the year this year, but another one that's starting to heat up. It seems like a lot of these players that we're going to be talking about are guys that have gotten hot over this last stretch, which makes sense because the Rams' offense has been so good over the past four to five weeks, and that's Cooper Cup. Yeah, Cooper came to the Manning Passing Academy. I think it's three straight years um... – Steve can maybe check with Archie on that, but I think it was three straight years he was there. Just a great route runner, goes to Eastern Michigan. Um, you know, he's sort of a legacy guy because his grandfather, Jake Cup, uh, was an original member of the Saints back in 1967, played offensive guard. Actually, lasted long enough he played with Archie. Uh, and so, uh, it, you know, it was one of those type deals. And his dad also uh, was a uh, quarterback in the National Football League, a backup guy uh, in the NFL, uh, Craig Cup, and he played with the Giants. Mm-hmm. And so he's got some genetics there. But you talk about a great route runner, a guy that can get up the field and his cuts and his breaks are so smooth. I mean, this is how you would draw it up for – somebody who's 13, 14 years old, this is how you run a route. And he's quick to get into and out of a cut and a break, got really good hands, catches the ball out front, and nothing much against the body. Everything is out open with his hands. And so for a third-round pick, and I think he was the 69th pick, because I did a show with with Archie right after that, and he was like, Mike, ain't no way in God's green earth that there was 68 players better in this draft class than Cooper Cup. And he's proved it. And he has proved it. Uh, but, again, was was not highly recruited. And you talk about three-generational player playing in the NFL with his grandfather, Jake, uh, his dad, Craig. But uh, he is the guy. If you're going to rotate coverage, you better rotate it toward him. Or I'm interested tonight, do they kind of shadow Paulson Adebo? Yeah, no, that, that's uh, up an interesting on him. idea because, I mean, back-to-back games that he's gone over eight catches and over 100 yards. So, I mean, another guy that's starting to heat up at the at the right time for the Rams' playoff push, you're going to have to be able to cool him down. And if that's, you know, shadowing Paulson Adebo on him, if that's giving extra coverage towards that side of the field, wherever he is, uh, it's going to be an interesting task for that Saints defense tonight. Yeah, because it's different for them early on this year uh, when he was hurt. Uh, once Puka started to get hot, then you started to see what the teams were doing. They would rotate that safety mm-hmm. toward Puka's side of the field. And then, then all of a sudden, okay, he's Can't back. Do that. Can't do uh, that with Cup on the field. So, man, man, I would be thrilled to death if I was Puka. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never going to see no rotational uh, stuff on my side of the field. 
And, um, you know, it won't be double coverage. But, uh, man, Puka. And, again, I went back and uh, I looked at the notes with Puka and when we talked about him at draft time that he would last around five and Kyron Williams yeah. to last around five in different years. Uh, but it goes to show, hey, you got to give the Rams scouting department a lot of credit for finding those guys. Absolutely. And before, I guess, we get to the defensive side of the ball here, Mike, I just want to get your kind of thoughts generally. Is this the best skill position group that the Saints will play this season as far as the regular season goes? It's certainly in the discussion. As far as receivers, <clears throat> running back, It's you certainly know, tight in end. the discussion. Yeah, uh, I, I think so too. I, I would have maybe leaned toward Minnesota if Jefferson would have played. That's but fair. he didn't play. He didn't play that game. Uh, Detroit's got a really good group, too, now. That's true as well. So, I mean, They're it's really close uh, with that because they, they sort of have it running back by uh, committee also. But uh, it's certainly in the top two. Yeah, I would agree. All right, now moving to the defensive side of the ball, uh, Mike. Ernest Jones, who, I mean, you, you were telling me about this guy, 125 yeah. tackles this year as a linebacker uh, for the Rams. It's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, I saw him. Uh, he was at. He actually came to our um, line camp. Uh, I think he was a junior. He's from Waycross, Georgia. He went to Ware County High School in Georgia. Um, he went to South Carolina. Ended up being a third round pick. I had him, I think, 99th that year, and he went 103. So I was close. Close. Yeah, right, close. You talk about a guy who can run the field extremely well, very instinctive. Uh, knows how to play off blocks really well, and he's got great range. And you see it now. He's become a much better open field tackler, a much better open field tackler than he was at South Carolina. A lot of times he was looking for the big kind of kill shot instead of the the secure tackle downfield. And uh, so, again, he kind of got caught up uh, in some numbers there, but he got picked in round three. Good scouting evaluation, again, by the Rams to get him in the third round. And I think he's the only player in the NFL today with 125 tackles or more. I would have to double-check, but I think you're right. I think he's the only one. And, again, uh, you're going to see him a lot. Every time they touch the football, Ernest Jones is around it, especially against the run. He's gotten better in the coverage part of the game, too. Because you look at his size, he's 6'2", he's like 232 pounds. And, but he's gotten better in throwing that big body in reverse. Because for a linebacker today, Charlie, 6'2", 230, off-ball linebacker, that's a big linebacker. Today, most of the time you see him, they look like big safeties. He's in the top ten uh, right now, Mike, if you're looking at it. I, I mean, who's above him is C.J. Mosley and T.J. Edwards and Roquan Smith and Bobby Wagner, all these you know guys that you expect to be up there. Uh, so the fact that he's in that conversation at 24 years old is pretty pretty darn impressive. Yeah, sure. he, he's been a great pick for them. And, again, very instinctive player. And his ability to find, seek, and destroy – and then that's his motto uh, at linebacker has really come up big for them. And again, you didn't have to use a first or second round pick on him. You got him in the third round. I, that feels like it's been a trend, but we're finally going to go to a first round pick that a former first round pick that they've had that, oh boy, has he turned out to be a great one. I mean, three uh, time defensive player of the year tying JJ Watt and Lawrence Taylor for that uh, notion is the most of all time. Also uh, Super Bowl winner as well. Aaron Donald. Um, who I think everyone, as soon as you say those two words, every single offensive coordinator around the NFL shudders. He has been that good, that dominant throughout his career. Um, just get your thoughts on him. Bad to the bone. Oh, yeah. Uh, again, a lot of people put so much emphasis on, okay, you got to be six foot four. 
you got to be a certain size, this or that, height-wise. Okay, you look at Aaron Donald. He's not 6'1", but, man, is he a great technician. He's super quick coming off the snap. He's like an MMA boxer when he's using his hands to get off of a a would-be blocker, and he's so quick to get into the backfield. Smart guy. Uh, His instincts are off the charts good. He wasn't maybe for everybody in that draft class. Right. Because he wasn't a top 10 pick. He went 13th 13th. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people downgraded him because, again, you get in this notion about he's got to be a certain way. No, he's a football player. And at the highest level, and Pete Jenkins uh, told me this this summer uh, at the uh, Louisiana line camp that he thinks, and Pete's been doing this, Pete's 83, so he's either coached in the NFL or coached college football for over 50 years. He told me that uh, from a pass rush standpoint, Aaron Donald's the best pass rusher he's ever seen from an interior player. Yeah. That, that's saying something. Now, he said, now, his run defense skills, he said, sort of wanes from time to time. But as an interior pass rusher, he said, Mike, there ain't nobody. Ain't nobody close to him. He's that good. And he's a dominant player. And we've seen him sort of take over a game. Remember late in the Super Bowl against Cincinnati? Oh, yeah. He could have put the whole he was like, line hey, on him. He was like, hey, it didn't through. matter. Yeah. I, I got this. I know Burrow got it at the he end. He the game when he played the, and, at the very end. And if you watch that film late, who breaks mm-hmm. open? Because if Joe Jamar, had a little Jamar. time, Jamar was, Jamar was open on that line. play, but he didn't have an opportunity to throw it downfield. Uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah, without a doubt. Without, first I mean, ballot Hall of Famer. I was listening to Derek Carr earlier in the week talk about him because they came out in the same draft class, and he's just like, we were at the Senior Bowl together. I've got so much respect for this guy. Uh, he's he's the best defensive player, one of the best defensive players we've ever seen, and I don't think Carr is wrong with that notion at all. Aaron Donald, first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, hopefully the Saints can slow him down tonight. And, and every offensive lineman that plays up against him sort of has that look about, man, I didn't think oh, he boy. was that good, yeah. that fast, that strong. And, man, his workout regimen in the offseason. You talk about a guy dedicated Committed. to his craft. Yep. It's him. And he spends sometimes 40 to 50 hours a week in the offseason watching film mm-hmm. on guys he's going up against. That's that's a lot of dedication when you don't necessarily have to, but that's what makes him a great player because of how good he is. Hall of Fame talent, Hall of Fame dedication, Mike. That's our Mike D's notebook, which is brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center at Thibodeau Regional Health Systems. Again, thank Greg Stock and everybody there for making this happen each and every week. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.